Detroit-based medical marijuana shops that aren't permitted under city ordinance are required to close their doors before December 15th. State regulators say owners of shops operating without local approval will not be allowed to apply for a state license without first shutting down. The move is part of Michigan's new regulatory strategy. New state regulations include five different kinds of licenses and provisions for sale of edible products. Alex Leonowitz is an attorney with the Howard & Howard law firm specializing in the business of cannabis. He says the application process is somewhat complicated. So it's not a simple application. They're way more in-depth. What does your grow facility look like? What's your security plan? What are you doing with your chemicals, your pesticides? How are you ensuring that your employees aren't taking the product outside. What are you doing back with your community involvement? The laundry list goes on and on. With nearly a quarter of a million card-holding medical marijuana patients, Michigan is in the top three states for medical marijuana permits. Chris Walsh is founding editor of Marijuana Business Daily. He says lack of regulations has hurt Michigan's industry and its credibility. Walsh says a legal framework and enforcement will help sort things out. It'll probably be messy for a little bit. I think the key on the business side is to remember that a regulated environment is good if done right. And some of these things might sound heavy-handed. Maybe they are. But you've also got to understand that there's still this huge stigma around the industry and people are probably going to overreact with regulations at first. Walsh has reviewed Michigan's proposed regulations. He says most reflect what other states have found to be best practices. While the Michigan Medical Marijuana Licensing Board has been working on regulations and enforcement, the group Citizens for Sensible Cannabis Reform wants some influence on how the industry is managed in Detroit. It collected enough signatures to put two proposals on the Detroit ballot. Proposal A defines how medical marijuana distributors will be required to handle sales. It allows for longer hours of operation from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Current Detroit city law does not allow dispensaries within a 1,000 feet of certain other businesses, such as child care centers, public housing, and liquor stores. Proposal A reduces the 1,000-foot requirement to include only schools and libraries, and it adds a 500-foot limit between churches and other dispensaries. James Tate represents District 1 on the Detroit City Council. He's worked on the regulation of dispensaries in Detroit. Tate says he opposes Proposal A because it doesn't require enough distance between dispensaries and daycare centers or liquor stores. For me, it's not about being anti-marijuana. It's about how do we want our communities to look? How do we want them to feel as a resident? That's the biggest thing for me. And I want us to eventually potentially opt into the state's operation where we end up taxing these entities. But I still don't want us to be in a situation where they're at every corner, four or five on a block like they were before. For all intents and purposes, Proposal A also puts the city in line with the new state regulations. It's something called opt-in, and it defines how dispensaries can use signage, including prohibiting images of marijuana leaves and green crosses on signs. Proposal B addresses where the businesses can be located. Current law limits dispensaries and grow operations to areas zoned for manufacturing and industrial use and in limited business corridors. Kimberly James is an attorney with the city of Detroit. At a recent public meeting, she explained the proposed changes. Proposal B would allow all five of the uses, dispensaries, laboratories, transport businesses, cultivation and processors in M1 through M5 
and it would also allow dispensaries, processors, and cultivation facilities in B1 through B4 districts. So it expands the districts where these uses would be allowed. Another significant change in Proposal B limits public input. Butch Hollowell is the Corporation Counsel for the City of Detroit. He says Prop B eliminates a two-step public process that applicants are currently required to go through. Both of those hearings today, the public has a right to be there and to weigh and say, we really like this facility or we really don't like this facility for whatever reason. It also expands the areas or the territory within the city that they can be. Hollowell says the proposals take away much of the city's regulatory power. Organizers of the two proposals say they're forcing the city to take into account the needs of stakeholders such as dispensary owners and growers. Jonathan Barlow is the group's spokesperson. The city never engaged the primary stakeholders in this industry. They claimed they did before the ordinance was written, but that opportunity was never taken up by the city to really engage the true industry stakeholders. And so ultimately, we believe that we're replacing an underground market that has existed for a very long time. We're creating safe atmospheres. Marijuana Business Daily tracks the development of medical and recreational marijuana industries across the country. Editor Chris Walsh says new regulations at the state level combined with the proposals in Detroit, where nearly all of the dispensaries are located, could stymie growth of the industry and inconvenience patients for a time. But he says taking thoughtful steps is important. You do find in other states getting the necessary approvals can significantly delay the process to get started in this industry. And in some cases, it has derailed for a while the entire program. There should be an eye out on making sure that this can be streamlined and that it's not going to take an inordinate amount of time to get the license they need to operate. Walsh says regardless of which requirements the state and the city of Detroit start out with, ultimately the industry will look different. He says whether medical marijuana is approved through citizen referendum or by an act of the legislature, the trend among states is expansion of programs. Even states that have had very restrictive programs where you only have five medical conditions allowed and you only allow three dispensaries in the entire state, in almost every case, lawmakers and regulators go back and they expand the number of dispensaries that are allowed and the number of grows. They expand the medical conditions list. To me, that's the best trend you can look at to show that if these are well-regulated, the communities and the states actually embrace them. All marijuana dispensaries in Michigan that are currently not licensed under municipal laws are required to close by December 15th. State regulators plan to start issuing licenses after the first of the year. In the meantime, Detroit voters will decide on Tuesday whether the city rules for operation and location of dispensaries should be modified. I'm Amy Miller, WDET News.